0: There goes my heart beating Cause you are the Many people are missing their fathers today and so many fathers are missing their children so many children that are celebrating Father's Day from heaven watching over their fathers this first segment is dedicated to those fathers who are feeling absolutely empty and alone today. I hope that this made you feel as important as your son or your daughter thought that you was. Know that you are. Because your children are passed on, you are still a father. And you find yourself being a child, wondering... Why are you celebrating Father's Day without your father who is looking over you? Heaven celebrating alongside of you. They're watching and they're still your father. Guys, I want to thank you so much for allowing that moment. Um to be able to play that song now that song is from Callum Scott and that song is called You Are The Reason Um, and obviously that was a duet that uh, I was playing because there was a young lady uh, dueting with him (laughs) unfortunately I don't have the name of that young lady here in my stuff so i cannot really give you the name however thank you so much again for listening to me and my podcast and just being a part of my movement um to really help those that are in need of emotional support verbal support they need to be seen and acknowledged um So many misfits, right? So many underdogs out here. And I just want to speak for you guys. You know, it's all about us. Guys, it's been a while. No, I want to get right kind of to it. Uh, This segment, it's important to me. Um, Obviously, it is a big day today. It is Father's Day. It is Juneteenth. Um, So this is grieving through life this one's called grieving through life thank you now my first episode first segment whichever way you want to call it um, is it goes a little something like this guys today's a very special day it is Father's Day as I stated earlier and Juneteenth the day of freedom for us all Today is also a sad day for many. so many children without fathers, so many great fathers without their children. I smell know, I'm an empath. I can feel someone's pain physically. my stomach will start hurting, I'll get nauseous, dizzy, sometimes I get like flashes or visions. just depending how strong of a message, I feel like i have to really reach out to somebody and say, "Hey, you know." I got to kind of drop this message on to you. I got to drop these words of wisdom to you. I got to give you this message. Um, and don't ask me how I know that you needed this at the moment. I just do. And it goes a little silent like that when it comes to me giving somebody a message. Now, I know that I am still grieving. But today, I got like a little bit of a visual flash, sort of speak, of someone who... Uh, I am an acquaintance of, who recently lost a child. I was immediately saddened by the feeling of regret I would feel if I did not reach out and gave him my love and Father's Day wishes. You see, he is still a father and a great one. How dare I think it's others' responsibility to maybe reach out to him. Maybe they're afraid of hurting him if they do wish him a happy Father's Day. So as a human, I reached out. I did. I always treat others how they deserve to be treated. It's simple. It's human. That too includes if I'm disrespected, if you give it. You better be just as excited to receive it. Promise you. I didn't want the day to go by without him knowing he was thought of today and acknowledged his pain and make sure others understand that you can be a positive outlet in their moments of darkness If every interaction isn't positively intentional, at least make it respectfully authentic and always honest. I pray that he is patient in his grieving process and seeks therapy because you deserve it, dear friend. You deserve to feel love. You deserve to feel your feels. You deserve to feel free in your grieving process. You deserve to feel pain and know what to do with it in a healthy manner. And I encourage others to pick up the phone and get uncomfortable asking the right questions or checking in at the right time because it can save lives. And yes, we never know when it is the right time to reach out but you can never plan the right time which means you trust your instincts if your mind flashes you to call or the person's face or something that's a t- that's a sign reach out and contact reach out and say something let others know that in their time of grief you are there And really do not expect people to reach out to you while they're grieving because they are grieving. Remember that they're human, and a year goes by and they're still in pain. Don't be insensitive. Do not assume that they don't want a Father's Day wish because their children have passed on, because their fathers have passed on. Don't assume that. Don't assume that. Be just by your friends. I'm going through a million and one things. And if I could just stop what I'm doing and just say, hey, You're being thought of today. You are important. You matter. You are in someone's prayers today. That is more than what I get in six months from anyone. So be considerate of how other people feel and what you can do to make a difference in someone's life just by saying the most simplest thing. Just by being honest Of the most simple thing that you don't think it's important, be a true friend, be there for those in need when they need you. So many people that are hurting, I have an aunt that lost her dad last week, a lot of people that are hurting, that are grieving. Today's her first Father's Day without her father. A man that has raised all of them as their own children and their grandkids. Grandkids that would never know that he was a step-grandpapa. May he rest in peace. May my friend's child rest in peace. Dear friend, I want you to know that your young king was dancing beside you today. And if he can come down and really hold your face in his hands and tell you, Daddy, I am okay, he will do so for you. He is okay, and he is watching over you. And he will never, ever leave your side. So happy Father's Day to you, because you deserve it we will be right back after this commercial. Now I made six years since I lost my dad. June 9, 2022 made it six years. The time has flown by while I've been standing still. However, oddly evolving. Little by little. Completely disconnected from my past life. I mean my past life, I've completely disconnected from it. This year, I've been getting better, being proud of the many boundaries I've set. My daughter has finally graduated high school and is off to college soon. Watching my children grow has been an outer body experience. With so many parents not being able to watch their children grow, I don't Take this shit for granted, not one moment. It's bittersweet, it's beautiful, it's painful, it's terrifying, it's happy, proud. I want to not even think about my baby girl. She'll be 18 next year. Her plans are to take, her plans actually will take her out of Florida. My heart is already grieving the thought of it. While growing up and learning to stand up for myself, my babies are turning into adults. I raised them to be the boss, the owner. So that is what they're creating. Passive income. My baby, my son, my young king is not a baby anymore. He's a young man, a young king. From martial arts to now football, tackle football, of course. (laughs) But it's where we're going. It's where we're going for the next adventure. Sky's the limit for my son, who is discovering many different interests. Grieving is part of parenthood. For so many, grieving means the person is passed on or lost. And you're trying to cope with that loss. However, grieving is simply also a part of parenthood with children that live on as well. We want our children to live happy, wonderful lives. But how to grieve? How do you grieve when your babies are growing? Right? How do you welcome who they are becoming and support their future endeavors and where they're going? How, in a way, this, how do you do that in a way where we don't jeopardize our children's mental health or yours or our very own? This is the process where so many. Mentally destroy their children. Don't personalize anything. Think about when you was young and everything was so dramatic and. Feeling your feels was exasperated with an intense feeling of that specific emotion you was feeling in that moment. Remember how angry your anger felt. Much more intense than normal, huh? Happy was exasperated by that feeling high on cloud nine to the 10th power. Sadness was crippling, depression was deafening. Remember when no one understood you, no one listened and no one cared. Also that's how it felt. For many those feelings are valid and for others they don't see or can't see how much love and support they're given. So how do I try to manage my pain alone with not many to talk to? One, my God is my savior, my children, my oxygen. Without them, there is no me. I find myself lost in thought knowing I have no time to get to know anyone because I can't, because I don't need no one trying to take the attention away from my kids. I just can't risk it. My kids must approve of my relationships. They must respect the little time I have to give them in the beginning of the first year. I remind myself that my children are created and raised to be their own business. To have their own business, to create their own legends. I just don't see how I could have the time to do anything else. You see, unlike what my life was, my children aren't property. We raise our children to be better than us, although not many parents think this way, but should. I'll be back after this, guys. If you do not love yourself, right? Or don't love your children more than you love yourself, then you won't understand what I, you won't understand what my assignment is at this moment. Right? You won't understand the purpose of this podcast. You won't even be able to relate cuz I mean, you can't even relate to your children. And you can't even try because you are more important than anybody else in, in your own world. So I'm not even trying to reach you. These are for parents who live their children, who nothing else exists but their children. These are for parents who has lost their children and so many parents out there don't appreciate a love and protect the ones that they do have that are here in existence. They take their children for granted when so many parents are not able to wish their children one more night, a good night. They can't give their children another kiss. They can't tell their children how much they miss them or love them. They can't hold them. They can't see them. They can't hear them. And yet so many parents out here take what they have for granted, including my own mother. And my father, when he was alive, but most of all, my mother, who always has taken the relationship she had or lack thereof with me and never really made the actual efforts to create or build something with me. Care. So let me recap, okay? Let me recap, because for me... You know, I want to make sure that the reasons, right, that we love our children. Um, We went through a few things. Let me just get right back to it. So for me, the third thing is care, right? Care, care how your children are feeling. Care if you, you know, if you say something, Um, that hurts them apologize often hold yourself as a parent accountable for your actions respect their opinions teach and readjust often teach them words matter and lead by example our children aren't our property they're our gifts life saviors for most of us Give them the same love and respect you deserve. And if you are not worthy in your mind of love, your children are. So give them love now. Because they're supposed to care for us in our elderly future. Grieving through parenthood is normal. It's a normal part of being a parent. However, how we deal with the Natural ups and downs of parenthood is vital to a healthy mental health and creating mental health disorders that aren't genetic or even triggering and underlining genetic mental disorder, specifically triggered by how we treat and interact with our children. See, y'all not ready. You're not ready to have these uncomfortable conversations of how we are directly responsible for the damages that our children face. Mothers who are not in their homes, fathers who are absent from their homes. We are directly responsible for our tra- kids' traumatic experiences, for the wrong decisions as they're learning to be adults. We teach our children how to be treated by the way we treat them, by the way we teach them that others should treat them. How we interact and treat our children will set them up for failure and success for the rest of their lives. We're supposed to be here to protect our children. If grandpa is still a molester and a rapist, it is not okay to have him at the dinner table. It is not okay to think that if you suffered, your son or your daughter has to suffer too. It is an injustice that we are still dealing with incest in the year 2022. It is an injustice that... The laws against rape, they still at a minimal. It is still an injustice to think that there are uh, limits to a crime when it comes to rape and sexual molestation as a child. There should never be limits of time when it comes to sexual crimes on children on anyone. Every boy and girl deserves to feel safe. I grew up in a very incest environment. I grew up in a sexually and violently abusive environment. So for me at that time, my mental health was not important for my parents. My dad was in one location in Puerto Rico and my mother in another in the Bronx. No one cared about our pain. They were too caught up in their own pain. I broke generational curses. I ended incest with my children. I no longer think it is absolutely okay to sit in a room and ignore the perpetrator. I never thought it was. I was just silenced, threatened, manipulated, put the fear of God in my soul. Made me think I was betraying my family. Tell me I was going to be ghosted if I said anything. They will completely disown me. It's very traumatic experiences. I would never do that to my children. The things that parents do when they feel that they're grieving their children as their children are growing. It makes it worse if you're in an environment of abuse. Because those type of parents get clingy, get manipulative and controlling. So many parents that don't have their children and so many parents that abuse the ones they have and don't deserve. It's like the things are backwards. Just absolutely backwards. It didn't matter how my kid's grandmother felt so long as they were happy. How their grandmother felt or did not feel about their upbringing was the least of my worries. She didn't protect me. Silly of me to believe I can trust her with my children. Safety. Now, please understand I love my mother, will always love my mother, and I know that she loves me. And I know that she grew up in an even more abusive environment than me, and she only did with me what she knew best. She didn't know because her mother didn't tell her to be a better mother. Her mother only taught to do exactly what she did to me. She wanted to do better because they didn't have the tools. And no matter what it is, I have to thank my mother for who I am, even on Father's Day. Because she was my mother and my father. I used to grow up wishing my mother a happy Father's Day, getting her presents. Not because she told me, because it felt Right. Because it was the right thing to do. It was the just thing to do. However, my mother also protected my grandmother, who didn't protect us from our uncles, who were raping and sexually molesting us. And many times she was the responsible party from taking us from one location to the other in order for these men to be able to get off. So this is why I stated it didn't matter how my kids, uh, my, you know, my kid's grandmother felt as long as my kids were happy in a safe environment. And that for me, no matter what it is, is the most important thing when it comes to my children. My mother was grieving her children as they grew into adults. However, she would gaslight the shit out of us. Just disgusting. She'll make us feel guilty for wanting to leave the incest environment we were in. Guilty for wanting to be teenagers with our own thoughts when in, di- when in direct danger. We were ignored and made to look and feel crazy. I ended that abuse. I ended the cycle But it does not mean they might not deal with their own drama and trauma growing up without a dad. Instead of me beating my children, I was a yeller. So it created anxiety in one, dissociativeness in the other to cope. At times feeling of being on eggshells because I'm not perfect. However, I don't ignore the flaws And I work on them constantly and consistently with intention, honestly, and excitement and with excitement. So my answer is is treating my children with the same love and respect that I want others to treat them and to treat them with admiration and unconditional love, knowing their existence matters understanding that in order for me to be a better mother there was a time in my life where i had to walk into therapy and introduce myself to a psychiatrist i had to do work myself even to this day i'm already switching from one type of therapist to the next because i need a uh, dbt therapy i need a more hands-on type of therapy trauma specialist my learning never stops. Me growing never ends. Me trying to be a better person for my grandkids, for the for what I have in regards to raising the children that I have right now. Cuz me raising them is not over. 18, six, um 16 and 13, I'm still raising these children. My kids still need me to care about how they feel and and the things that I say and how it affects them. I still need to be self-aware. I still need to raise my children. They still need their mother. And I am their mother and their father. I am there full time. I don't drop in when it's convenient for me. Or when i miss them i never left and i'm never gonna leave no one ever pushed me away no one can ever push me away far enough to keep me from my children and i would do my very best to improve every part of me to make sure that my kids not only remember the tough times and when mommy was all fucked up and messed up and, you know, get upset fast and always yelling, but to see and admire my transition into a grown-up, into a queen where I acknowledged my wrong, accepted my flaws, apologized when I overreacted, when I was wrong, when I thought I was right, to humble myself. And teach my children that when they have their children, it is okay to be wrong. Not to be disrespected by the children. It is okay to be wrong and humble yourself and say, I apologize. How you feel and how I make you feel matters. It matters. You matter. We growing together matters. And let me tell you something. I suffer from bipolar 2 disorder. I'm an extreme introvert. I spend a lot of time by myself. I don't let people in easy. I'm not f- easily fooled. You got a much harder time trying to get through this freaking shell than you've ever, in whatever time anyone has known me, For me, I am alone with my children. And when my children leave the house, I don't have no one else. Yeah, you got brothers and sisters in other states. Might even have a sister in the same state. They don't involve you in their life. My life is that of my own. I've tried, and this is what it is. And I'm happy with the life that I'm creating, with the friends that I am starting to create for me, myself, and I, with the network that I have created, with the future endeavors that I have to look forward to, with more kids graduating, more kids walking across, grabbing those high school diplomas, walking into college. The second part of my life has started on May 26, 2022. The day I turned 40 and my daughter graduated. That was the second part of my life I didn't think I was gonna make it to 40 and I made it I made it and I pray that I make my father and my mother happy and dad I hope you're proud of me and how I've turned out and how I treat your grandkids and how I'm honorable How I respect my body, myself, and taught your grandkids, son and daughter, the same exact thing. And that both your grandson and granddaughters have the most amazing self-respect for themselves, their mind, and their bodies. It's one of the most beautiful things to see. And if I rewrite my life, it wouldn't be this one. So that means I have to live this one again. In order to have those precious children that I have there. Where so many are mistreating their children. So many are not able to hold theirs tonight. So I want to honor my children. And their children. And their fathers. On this podcast. Thank you for supporting me. For listening to me. You guys can find me on TikTok as TopsyBX, the number one. You guys can locate my business page with Free Minds Worldwide. It's called Top C Bronx Free Minds Worldwide on Facebook. My Financial Freedom page on Facebook and my TopsyBX, Where Do I Start page. That's my group actually on Facebook. My Instagram is TopsyBX, Where Do I Start as well. Guys, It is not hard to find me. On YouTube, I am Topsy BX. Where do I start? Like, subscribe, share. Take the message in. Look at your children tonight. And know that here today and gone tomorrow. And appreciate them while they're here. Don't wait for them to pass on. Thank you guys. I love you. To all my bombers, thank you for your support.